reason for this is because I want you to show the audience, Jack, like what it is that you know. You know what, it's a grind and it's hard work and it's persistency. And it's not like, hey man, I'm gonna write a really cool Xactimate scope and hand it in and the check comes. It's not like that. You're the, the, the bigger the claim, the more complex and the more sophisticated the people on the other side are, which can be exceptionally great or tremendously uh, insanity crazy and bad. We're, we're very fortunate that I, I, this, once again, this may sound strange. I think we have a really good reputation on the other side for being fair and being trustworthy and being honest. And that goes a hell of a long way when you're dealing with these large losses. The biggest thing I can tell everybody is don't be the two day in and out guy and do a little cool video and hey, blah, 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 blah. Be, you want to be consistent. And at the biggest thing, you want to be available for your clients. Welcome to the Claims Game Podcast with Vince Perry. Get all the tips you need from insurance claim advocates and professionals and grow your public adjusting career to the next level. And now the commercial claims advocate, Vince Perry. What do you, what do you think? It's pretty good, right? I like the reverb and the uh, echo, 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 echo. Oh, Pretty was cool. there echo? Well, that's a problem. We might have to. No, fix it's, that I think it's problem. supposed to be like that. That means you're cool, dude. You're only cool if you have the echo. I get it. Jack, thank you for coming on. I'm very excited. Jack, we have become uh I think pretty good friends here sure. in the industry over the last uh, three or four years or so. And uh, I'm really, really excited to have you on now, but I'm mostly really excited to have you uh, as a guest, as a speaker at the upcoming Advocates United event. So thank you so much, man. Oh, Vince, man. Yeah, you're uh, your family. We're brothers. Uh, you're amazing. I'm so proud of you and your family and what you're doing for the industry. And uh, thank you for all that. But mostly thank you for your friendship. You're you're one of those solid people in the industry that I do consider a friend. So it's, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. And I think the same of you, mm -hmm. uh, Jack. I remember the first time I called you or I spoke to you one time was I was like, I was like, Jack, I mean, well, hold on. Before I get to that, before I get to that, let's talk about first real quick. I want to make sure that people understand what we're doing here. This is called Passport to Miami. It is, I'm going to be speaking with every single one of our, our, via, of, our, of our guests, of our speakers, of our educators that we have coming to the event. And the reason for this is because I want you to show the audience, Jack, like what it is that you know. Okay. I want you to flex, right? I want you to flex your muscles here so that we can show the audience what they are going to get when they come to this event. And if they don't come, what they're going to miss. So are you ready for that? I am ready for that, Vince. All right. So November 15th, November 16th, we have our Advocates United event in Miami, Florida on Biscayne Bay at the Marriott. It's going to be amazing. And we're going to have Jack here. And Jack today is going to talk about Proven strategies for handling multi-million dollar claims. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot. So a biggest frustration I have is I, I get a lot of calls from PAs after the fact. They take a claim and all of a sudden like, hey, man, I don't have any money to do this. I can't hire an engineer. You know, it, it does take a lot of patience and a lot of cash flow and a lot of perseverance to, to do that. And I really get um, frustrated when every PA thinks they're going to hit a grand sum every time. Because it's, it's really not that simple. And it's a long, it's, it's, large losses are a long game, bro. 
<laughs> um, I'm getting stuff paid a year down the road. We, we, you know, the biggest thing is we tell the clients it's, it's a year, right? You got, it's, you're going to be, we're going to be friends for a year. Let us get through this. Not three days, not 30 days. Not it's a long haul. Um, so, you know, we've, we've persevered through a lot of that. And, you know, I got to slow, I, I think I did it right. We, we, we slowly built our, our brand and, you know, seven, eight, 10 years ago, we were taking residential losses at 50 grand and learn that. And then you just start building it and building and building it. And then eventually you get the network. The biggest key is the network around you to get these things done, right? The experts and the, um, you know, good estimators and things like that. And the biggest thing too, Vince, I'm going to, I'm going to warn everybody is I know the other side and they know me, right? So a lot of these things are simple phone calls, you know, and hey man, let's talk, let's talk through this. And let's, it's, we're, we're deal makers is what we are, right? At the end of the day, we're trying to make the best deal we can for the, for the insured. And, you know, don't die on your sword to be right, die on your sword to get the insured taken care of. And I think a lot of PAs miss that mark. Um, if I can get them 1.8 million today or possibly 2.1 in three years, take the 1.8, take the 1.8, right? Um, you don't always have to be hundred percent right. You just have to be damn close and get these guys taken care of because at the end of the day, Vince, we're working for the insured, not ourselves, right? So, yeah. Let me paint the picture for people who I'm talking to here. If you don't <laughs> follow, if you're a public adjuster and you don't follow Jack Hanks, you live in a cave. But if you're not a public adjuster, if you're a policyholder, your contractor, whatever, you may or you may not know Jack Hank. So what I want you to do right now is if you're not driving, preferably, is go on Facebook, go on Instagram and follow Jack Hanks as soon as you can. Jack Hanks is the owner of Velocity Public Adjusters. And when you start following Mr. Hanks, you are going to see pretty much every day, it feels like, but let's just call it twice a week. Jack is on top of a massive structure or massive association of condominiums, or he literally just told me about an airport he just signed before we came on. <laughs> Jack is the real deal. And if you are looking to learn anything about how to handle these large losses, and I'm talking large losses, Jack is the guy to learn from. Um, I think I said already, you're the owner of Velocity Public Adjusters. And um, the fact of the matter is I do like what you said. So let's talk about the actual handling of the claim. And then I want to talk about okay. sort of networking as well. But I do like what you said, because I tell my guys all the time and I got I got a couple female adjusters, too, which is exciting. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, because large loss not only comes with a lot of headaches, it comes with a lot of complex situations every single time. And it comes with a lot of pressure because yep. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Once the client knows what you're going to be making on his claim, tell me, no, it's like an added amount. Of, it's like an added layer of pressure where they're just like, well, you dude, you better, you better handle my, you better, you better be on top of this. And when you've got as many as you, as, as you've got, it takes, like you said, it takes an army. So I'm glad that you said that because yeah. it is a bit careful what you wish for. I think it is very complex. It is very difficult to work these claims. It can be very stressful. Ultimately it is rewarding, but like also you said, I think it's also a good idea. Get your feet wet, get those residential yeah. losses in get the idea of how the claim worked and how it's supposed to go and, and just to, and, and get there and, and take it from there. Well, you know what? We know a couple of things. There was a Facebook post the other day in one of the on one of the on one of the groups. It's like, hey, how can I fund or factor my large losses? Because um, what happens is the PAs they get these large losses and they're one point eight, two point nine, whatever, and 
they're in it for 50 grand and they don't have any cash flow on it. And that's a lot. It, it takes a while to build that up. And, and so, you know, we, we try to, you know, we try to help these younger PAs quite a bit. Well, simply we'll give a referral fee to bring the claim to us and we'll, we'll pay the referral fee and keep them abreast and, and train them as long the way. Cause some of these guys and girls take, they bite off more they can chew and it's cleaning up a big mess at the end. Isn't great. And it hurts our industry as well. Um, you know, you just gotta, we, you, you learn and you, and you groom it and you, you put your people together to make it all, um, at the end of the day, get the thing done right. But it's a lot. I'm not going to kid you. It's a lot of work. I think this year we'll probably do three to 400 large losses. I think our, we're on pace to do 220 million in, 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 in claims, uh, submitted, which is a huge number and literally in our second and a half year. I mean, we started this thing in June of 21. Um, as I came from a different vendor or different company, but yeah, it's a, it's not for the faint of heart. It's not for a weak stomach. Um, I had a head full of hair when I first started doing this. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. That's true. And that's, <laughs> all, you know, but it's, it's dude, it's, it's, you know what, it's a grind and it's hard work and it's persistency. And it's not like, Hey man, I'm going to write a really cool exactimate scope and hand it in. And the check comes. It's not like that. You're the, the, the bigger the claim, the more complex, and the more sophisticated the people on the other side are, which can be exceptionally great or tremendously uh, insanely crazy and bad because they're going to bring attorneys, engineers, forensic accountants, meteorologists. You, they're going to have a line of people there and you're going to have a line of people there. And it's just bam, 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 bam. So at the end of the day, your people have to be uh, more more groomed and more, more, more in depth in the, on the reporting than the other side. And that's how we win. Um, our, so if you look at it, guys, a large loss, you want to create as much risk as you can for the other side to want to pay it. Right. And it is all about just presenting the facts and stop, stop with the BS and stop trying to pull the wool over their eyes because it ain't, it ain't 1986 anymore, guys. It's not. It's different. Right. They know. So I guarantee you they know what that claim is when they open the damn file up. They're going to they have a number there. And our job is to thread that needle to get to that number that makes sense for everyone. It's, so Vince, right, it's gotta be a win for the insured and the insurance company, right? They don't wanna go to court. We don't wanna go to court. We gotta find that that little soft spot that makes sense for everybody where the job gets done, the contractor's profitable, um, the insurance company pays it without a bunch of rigmarole, right? And then we, we collect our fee. So it's, um, it's a fine line there. So 200, I'd like to repeat, $220 million in claims. That's where I'm paid for this year. Yeah, that's right, people. Two hundred twenty million. How many millions are you writing up for those of you listening? So here's that? the thing. You know, I'm I'm very proud of that, Vince, because um, we walk the walk and we talk the talk. There's no bullshit with us. Excuse my language, but um, all those yeah. you see us on my staff and myself, those are signed claims that are in the works. And I I'm very also so I'm also very proud of the fact I think we have fourteen in litigation. I was going to say, uh, I think it's also clear people when they hear the the size of the claims that you have and they hear about experts and they hear about the team that you're building, which please remind me, that's going to be the follow up question. But you don't normally go to litigation, correct? So every once in a while, yes. Um, if we if, if you know, every once in a while, you just get stonewalled and you can't get any farther and it falls on deaf ears and I got to bring a, I need a different voice. Right. Um, I'm not a, we are not a great account for, uh, the Galen's and the Stephen Bush and the Chip Merlins and those guys. We're not, I mean, we, when we bring them something, it's teed up perfectly. And I can actually tell you, we've never not, well, we've never, I've never gone to trial on our claim. 
names. We always settle beforehand because we are so documented and so properly set up that literally like, here's the file. And then they'll get to somebody that can make a, a good business decision. That's, that's what large losses are. They're, they're business decisions for both sides, right? Um, you know, it's, we, we've never, I mean, not to brag, we've never not come out on the good side of it. So, but once again, we spend the time and the energy and, and, and the, we just do it. We try to do it right. We're not perfect, dude. We're not perfect at all, but we try to do it right. Um, it, it's a, you got to warn your client up front. It's going to be a long haul here, bro. Um, and yeah. you know, and that's a lot of it too. selection. We don't take a lot of crappy claims. We don't, you know what I mean? If, if it's a really iffy date of, of a storm loss and the policy is not great, you're not going to make that person happy anyway, because it's, it's, it's not a great claim. So you got to be careful what you take too. And over promising is a big thing in our industry. Guys are like, Oh yeah, well, no, man, it's, it's just, there's no rainbows and unicorns coming out of my office to get stuff done. Right. This it's not like that. It's not, it's hard. Tell me, tell me about your team and tell me about your process. So what I want to know is I'd like for you to get in as detailed as you possibly can. Okay. And sort of like you walk into one of these large losses and how do you go about, uh, you know, building the team to make sure that you, you build that, that file correctly. Well, I mean, so the first thing we do, man, is we look at the photos and we read the policy before we sign the claim. Okay. Cause I want to know what I have and what I don't have. Um, if I, there's certain claims you just can't, Vince, you know, you can't help them. It's an ACV and it's whatever it's, coming up in the statute of limitations and nothing you can do. However, you know, the first thing we do, we read that policy to see what buckets we have to work with. Right. Then we start, we'll investigate. I'll send the boys. We have a whole documentation team that goes out and they drone and they company cam and they docu sketch and they, they bring it all back. And we sit down and go, look, I need to bring, you know, a water mitt guy in. I need to bring an engineer and I need to bring a, a, um, a business interruption accountant. in. And we have all that ready to go. And then, you know, at the end, but, I want everybody to understand that we're not hiring them the insured are okay i'm referring our vendors that we use consistently to to the insured at the end i need them to hire them because i'm not the insured okay um and there is a cost involved and it's not cheap um and, and it's it's it has to be done that way right and it it, it works and it's not a perfect science um and i, I talked to my insurance it's an investment right if we want to spend 20 grand on an engineer but I can get them another two or three million out of that with a 20. That's a great, most of these guys are business people, right? So it's investment to spend 20 to get a million. You and I would do that all day, right? And that's, that's how you present that stuff. And you have to be logical about it and, and just present the facts. And then once again, it's on the insurer to say, yeah, we want to hire this guy. Okay. That way it's, it's independent. It's not, it's not a Jack Hanks engineer. It's an engineer by the insured. Okay. Uh, I mean, I just, I know there's, everybody's asking the question in their cars and they're thinking, it's just like, so who's paying for the expert right there? Are I'm you sure. guys, are you, or is it coming out after as an invoice or is it, are they paying them up front or are they paying by the, getting paid by the insurance company? Cause obviously it does vary. Um, well, some policies do have uh costs to have experts paid, but that's giving few and far between. Um, we do have it set up where the insured pays those fees. Um, however, we try to set the claim up where there's money coming in. Once again, if the claim's up properly, you're going to get some sort of funding quickly, right? So what I try to do is make sure there's 100 and 200 grand coming and like, hey, Mr. Mr. Owner, great. We got we got a small check coming. This is not for you. This is the this is us to invest, reinvest back in that claim. Um, and it, that, that seems to work great because, you know, it, it is hard. Um, you know, these guys, they're business people at heart, so they want to get maximum or they want to have the most potential on their claim, but that when again, reinvesting is a key. So we let them know that there's going to be some incurred costs on this stuff. And that's all talked about 
before the contract sign. Like, guys, I'm not paying 50 grand for the engineer. It's it's you have to incur that cost. It's uh, it's my fee plus their expert fee. Right. Um, and once again, most of these guys who work with are sophisticated and understand the business people. And, you know, there is some risk involved. However, it's minimal. And, you know, our, well, once again, our job is to thread that needle to get the, the, the best outcome for the client. Right. So what is, what is one of uh, what is a, one of Velocity's claim packages look like when they submit it to the insurance company? <laughs> uh, on a large loss, it's it's set in several files. Um, there's a notarized proof of loss signed by the insured for the exact amount of our estimate. Um, there's a complete estimate, exactimate, F9 notes. Um, there's codes. All the codes are, are sent in at once. A company cam or photo log is sent in. Drone videos are sent in. YouTube videos are sent in. Um, usually there's two or three emails and it's, it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages. Um, and engineer, any expert reports are sent in as well, along with the submission. Um, it, there's a lot to digest from the carrier and we let them know, Hey, there's a lot of information here. I don't want you to read it in a day. I want you to read, you know, we'll call them ahead of time. Hey, Mr. Mr. Adjuster guy, uh, we're sending this file in. We want you to review it. I don't expect an answer today. I want you to take your time, digest it when you get it call me and we'll go through it right my staff goes through it with them like here's our thinking on it's we we, we explain what the hell we're thinking and why right you gotta it's you gotta you gotta put the roadmap in front of them to make sense because it's all about the reinsurance right they gotta go back to their team and say oh, here's this package i have it's 1.75 million um reinsurance am i gonna be able to get my money back right so we want to make sure that we paint this picture of this of this amazing claim with all the facts and data and weather analysis behind it. So then they can actually, I, I want them to be reimbursed as well, because I need them to be, I need them, them to be profitable. So I can go get the next claim with them as well. So you got to look at it. I mean, what, if I can stress one thing to everyone, large losses are complete business decisions, complete 100% business decisions for the insurance company and their reinsurance people. Please okay? explain. Well, insurance companies are, they're insured. Right. So what happens is they write a claim and they send a check for a million bucks out. They have to go back to the reinsurance company and get reimbursed some of that or a portion or all of that to, to keep their funding going. Or, or they're going to be out of, literally out of business because they, they, they reinsure these properties and these policies. And we have that's why our claim pack has to be so precise. It has to go through their underwriting and their team and then to the reinsurance guys over in England. Right. And then they get they get the check back to the insurance company down the road. And if, if we keep turning crappy claims in and the insurance company's paying stuff without getting their reimbursements, right? Nobody, they're not going to be around, as we've seen over time and time and time again. And we can argue that point all day and night whose, whose fault that was. But we need so this may sound anti-PA and anti-whatever, but we need insurance companies to be profitable. We need them to be profitable, not not unethically or immorally profitable, but we need them to be profitable so the insured could be made whole. And our job is to make sure everybody's made whole. The insured, the carrier, everybody has a, it's a, it's a it should be a seamless transition all the way through. It's not always like that, Vince, like you know, but our job is to present the facts and the logic behind the claim and why it should be covered and a cost associated with it, period. No, no motion, no BS, no fluff, no gravy, just A plus B equals C. Let's go and then well, have those discussions. And I want it, I want to be clear uh, for people to understand that you're also coming at it from a perspective that a lot of public adjusters are not even aware of. 
like how the large loss game is like it's almost like you're playing in a you're just playing in a different oh. stadium it's like you're oh. playing it's almost a different sport um yeah. could you could you since you've worked residential before could you yeah. pinpoint some of the differences that you find in residential compared to large loss like that reinsurance example was really good and what sure. about making sure you have a large loss adjuster making sure you have somebody oh. like you can't just have your normal desk adjuster handle this because that's a freaking disaster so what are some of the key differences that you notice from normal residential claims to large loss claims well i mean 99 percent of the time we're going to claim and then they'll switch adjusters about two seconds because they want to have some experience to deal with to deal with the public adjusting firm which i get which is great um, we're, we're very fortunate that i this once again this may sound strange i think we have a really good reputation on the other side for being fair and being trustworthy and being honest and that goes a hell of a long way when you're dealing with these large losses um i get the same 50 or 75 adjusters all the time on a claim i have one uh adjuster who's on a portfolio all around the country that will have four or five claims a year with them and we have a text going Hey man, blah, 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 blah. And it's, you, you build those, and this may sound once again, out, out of the box, but building a relationship with those guys on the other side to make their job better and give them less headaches is a huge thing as well. Okay. Yeah, that that side of it I've always found is a, it's a, it's a lot better. I mean, my next thing, my next question to follow, but I want you to finish with that. But the relationships that you build with the carrier yeah. and with your clients is so important. But I have I have found that dealing with the large loss adjusters with somebody who's just got some experience under their belt, yeah. it's just it's a much easier the the, oh. the whole process in general is more difficult. But at least that relationship, God, you poor guys who deal with the small residential claims and dealing with a different desk adjuster every other day, and it gets changed, and there's a new person there, and this and that. It's really nice sometimes to just deal with somebody with. The experience and with somebody yeah. who you've worked with before yeah i mean that's all part of it too. i mean the biggest challenge we have is like a lloyd's policy right we have claims that will have eight or nine or ten carriers on the lloyd's policy and you know travels will have 40 percent, and amico will have 15 percent. and i want you to understand that i have one now in, in texas that i'm working with that this is our third claim with the same group and literally it takes them six seven months to get stuff approved because you're dealing with 11 different underwriters 11 different reinsurances and it's got to be perfect for all that money can come out. And if one of them, one of them falls behind, it takes forever. And your client gets upset. And I, I get it, but we're doing everything we can because we don't have, I, I can't talk to the Lloyd's guy, right? Or the, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a third or fourth hand down the road. So that's a lot. So keep in mind these large losses. It's just yeah. not even the USA guy making a deal for 50 grand. You're talking about multi billions of dollars being exchanged and somebody sitting at the desk who's a bean counter going, that makes sense, that makes sense, that makes sense. So you gotta look at that when you're putting this stuff together and the more the more garbage you put in your claim, the harder it's gonna be. So it's, yep. it's a thing, man, complexity is a thing and patience is a thing. And um, you, you can't communicate with your client enough, nor the insurance company enough, man, and document all that. So it's uh, it's it's not, once again, it's not for the lighthearted, but we've, we've, we've learned and, uh, you know, we're growing every day. It's it's just I, I'd rather just do see the law. I'm not gonna kid you residential claims and they're 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 so much more difficult because there's no risk involved, right? Insurance companies aren't gonna get sued for fifty grand. They'll get sued for ten million, not for fifty grand. So
Well, so I'm glad. So we mentioned so far the large loss adjuster. You're going to be dealing with a different adjuster than you normally deal with. And that I like that you brought up the excess insurance. So that is true. Yeah, a lot of times in these large losses, you do have more than one insurance company and you have to figure out how much does this insurance company have? How much does this insurance company have? And you as a public adjuster, we we have to make sure everybody's sort of in communication to make sure that that one is paying 15%. I've just got one now. It's a little bit simpler. It's 50-50. But I've got one who's already paid their 50% and the other one is just holding on to it because they want more more investigate, want to investigate more. And it's just an absolute waste of time, but that's what you have to deal with when you deal with the large losses. Yeah. We have, we have, we have several with eight to 10 on them. So you can that's, just, that's there. intense. That's yeah. intense. It's a lot, bro. I'm not going to kid you. Um, tell me about relationships. This is something that I feel you are a freaking master at my friend. So obviously I think a reason for your success, one of the many reasons is your relationship that you've built with the carrier. One thing that I've always, you and I have always agreed on, like there's no reason to go to inspe go to an inspection with an insurance adjuster and be a dick. Like there's no reason because we have to communicate. We have to get together so that we can better serve the insured. And ultimately, like I like how you mentioned also, you know, it's got to benefit the insurance company too. It's got to benefit everybody. You know, we can't just be just crushing each other. So I think it's very important that you build relationships with the insurance company and stay cool with them. And also, how do you, how important do you think it is to build a relationship with your client in these large losses? Well, it's all that, right? So it's, you know, we just added a whole customer service team because, you know, nice. we want to keep these guys informed. It's a, and we spent some extra money doing that. But um, so the relationship thing is the driving force of of, of all this. Um, it's I, I the, going up a roof and throwing down your notepad and stomping around and yelling and screaming does not work. It did in the 70s and the 80s. It doesn't work anymore. The chest pounding and this and that, what it does not work. It's data-driven and revenue-driven and business decisions. That's what it is. And the, and, the, and the better relationship we have with the team on the ground um, and just being good people and making their life a little bit easier and, and breaking the mold of these a-hole public adjusters and a-hole roofers and a-hole mitigation guys who they deal with on a daily basis is challenging and it takes a lot of work, but at the same time, results speak for themselves okay i want to be the guy like hey hanks is on. i want here, here's my goal vince we, we get a claim signed um lloyd's or amika whoever gets gets an order a letter rep hey it's uh it's vpa it's hanks let me give him a call great let me get the certified policy over hey jack it's uh tony over at amika are you available october 3rd Can we meet out there i'll bring my team you bring yours we'll go through it great boom 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 and that's 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 the goal is to have that relationship and I'm so I'm so blessed and thankful we have that on a lot of these claims. I mean, uh, we just had one in Georgia. Um, we finished a huge claim with this guy in Rockford, Illinois, two point eight million went great. Had the guy on a claim in Georgia the very very next month. Vince, I kid you not, thirty five days I had a check on my desk for two point eight million dollars. Awesome. One one inspection, me and him, the roofer, his engineer. We went through it. All made sense, right? He wrote within ninety percent of our estimate, held back twenty some percent depreciation. The roof's already going on, buddy. That's awesome. Okay? Because we were not dickheads or a holes on the original claim. It all these guys have, dude. They have they have very long memories, and as well they should because so many of us in our industry don't. They just chest pounding doesn't work. Being a good human works. Now keep that in mind. 
sometimes the other side are not good humans and they're going to be jackasses and they're going to be upset and they're going to they don't want you there they're going to that's on them not we got to keep that perspective you can only control your side you're part of it right if they choose to take a different route that's their choice we're still going to do the right thing and still be polite um when we hang up the phone sure we can go in a locker room over here and drop a couple f-bombs to our team and be upset but on the be professional be a good human and be respectful if you can accomplish those on a daily basis you're going to have a lot more victories than losses just because we want to be at the top of the list not the bottom when these claims come through awesome awesome uh and then tell me about how what people really want to know is who is it that you're building relationships with to actually land these claims now i know it's been a while you've been doing this for for quite a while you've been on these big structures for yeah. for quite a few years now but take me back so that we could help some of these younger guys. Take me back to sort of when you really first broke into the industry and the large lot, you were working some residential, but the large losses were sort of your thing. Like, take me back into how you were able to really grow that part of your company. Well, I mean, the biggest thing, Vince, when, when, when an event hits, we just don't go for a day or two, we'll go. We, we spent six months in New Orleans. We spent six months in Florida. So the biggest thing I can tell everybody is don't be the two day in and out guy and do a little cool video and hey, blah, 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 blah. Be, you want to be consistent. And at the biggest thing, you want to be available for your clients. If they, if they have a question or have a, need an answer or haven't want to run something by you, answer the freaking phone. Respond to Facebook Messenger, respond to Instagram, respond to LinkedIn, respond on your TikTok. I do it 20 freaking hours a day myself still. And Vince, you'll test to this. I answer all my calls, texts, and emails myself. Because they want to have, and it's not about, you may not get that claim, but you want to be available to help people. And when you put yourself out there, you got to walk the walk and talk the talk at the same time, right? We, we, we've become, not to brag, but I think we're kind of a go-to uh, entity where people, if they have questions, they, they feel free to call me and ask me questions. I probably get 10 or 12 a day. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And I'll give them, you know, the best, quickest version I can of what I would do. And I think that helps. So being available for your clientele and being available for the roofers and the mitigation guys and other public adjusters is key because, I mean, answer your freaking phone. It doesn't take any anything. Um, no one's gonna, it's, it's just answer it, man, and be available. That's the biggest thing. And once I started doing that, it perpetuated into, I mean, not to brag, I think we're, we're probably one of the larger, large loss firms in the country now just because we're freaking available, right? And I'm, I'm not shy about marketing that either. I'm not shy about getting on a roof and doing my little 28 second, hey man, I'm on a roof in Wichita, Kansas, bro. Thank you. And that perpetuates itself. Um, I get, I, I, I'm on, I watch Facebook a lot and I see a lot of other, you know, a lot of PAs doing this now and like, hey, and it's, it's kind of cool. Um, I'm not sure I started that, but there's a, there's a <laughs> lot of dudes doing it right now. And uh, I just hope they're consistent and they, and they're, and they, you got to mean it and you got to have it from here, right? You got to have a heart in this thing. Um, Vince, you know, this is a, this industry, right. being a public adjuster, man, it's given me, I, I tell you what, my, there was a TJ McCormick did a post the other day. Are you, how, how's your life? And I, I tell you, Vince, my life right now, I'm so proud of where I am as a human being. I'm, I'm a much better person than I was. My business is thriving. My kids are great. I have a great relationship, everything, but it took a lot of work to get there. And you just got to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And it's not easy. Um, it's a hard grind. But if you do it right, this, this public adjusting thing can be extremely profitable 
and be, and and you get to wear a cape and do the right thing. It's pretty freaking cool. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Ah, uh, you're totally right. Pretty freaking cool. So, well, Jack, I mean, that was about as explicit as you can get in regards <laughs> to large loss. I mean, that that was pretty awesome. I think I think the audience probably learned a lot there on how they can get to that level and then look at i mean after all the hard work and everything you do you get to a place where it's just like yeah i have always said that public adjusting is the type of job where you can get to a place where you're just comfortable you're happy you don't yeah. have to worry about money you can buy anything that you see and on tv and you just feel good about it so I'm, I'm glad i'm glad because a lot of guys they get discouraged in the beginning you know they're in it for a few months after a year and they're out oh. but i tell people all the time i mean it took me a good three to four years just to actually get some consistency going where i didn't really have to worry about claims anymore and they were coming in like that but when you're working strictly commission it's tough well let's say once again give or take you can you know if you're not so here's if you're not making six figures by your third year in this you probably need to change careers right yep um it's it should be a thing and if you're not there's a problem there and maybe it's not a right fit or whatever it's not it's not for everybody nah. it, is, it is very challenging uh it's a chess game and you got to think it's 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 a combination of 15 different jobs right estimator mm -hmm. psychologist uh attorney you know pseudo attorneys yes. uh we we do it all man and and uh i i really really enjoy it and like i said for younger guys out there and gals just Take a deep breath, surround yourself with really great people, go to many events like Vince is coming up in, in Miami as you can, and just sit back and learn. And biggest thing, Vince, I'll tell you too, ask, come, come talk to us. Mm -hmm. Come say, hey, man, I saw you on Facebook, blah, 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 blah. And then keep in contact. Don't, don't just, you know, we're we're here. We're Vince, you're you, you we put ourselves out there to help, yep. right? Yep, exactly. Like, I'm good. Like I we're fine. Like yeah. I want to help now the industry. Let's go. So Everybody jump on board, get involved and ask questions. And don't be afraid to ask questions, please. Well, please. everyone will have that opportunity on November 16th. It's going to be a full day event. Uh, the way we're going to do it, Jack, is uh, I'm probably going to have, we're going to start with breakouts. So we're going to have significant large breakouts. Uh, we're going to have four going on at the same time. You're going to be in one of those breakouts uh, and we're going to basically rotate it, right? So there's going to be, people are going to have a chance to see you speak. And then we're going to do what we're calling like a sofa session. We're just going to be doing like a, a Q and A on stage, and really for a good hour, I really want to allow the the audience to yeah. to ask as many questions as possible. And then, like I said, we'll have the VIP event the night before. We're going to have the VIP mm. event that night. So, guys, this is going to be the a, VIP events, Vince. You know that this, this is going to be a great chance to to really go to Jack Hanks and uh and and ask any questions that 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 you might have especially after listening to this you know a lot of people want to break into it and jack will be there and one thing i know about you jack is you're always you've always been very authentic uh and not afraid to just tell it like it is and that's yeah. honestly what i i me and my wife will every once in a while you know jack hanks comes up in a conversation and my wife's a big fan too she's like i like jack what you see is what you get and i'm like yeah that's that's what's great you know and i like people like that that don't have to hide anything and they're they're willing to say what they need to say so sure. i appreciate your friendship jack i appreciate what you do for the industry i'm extremely happy about your success and about vpa and about the you not what's the name of the association uh, United Claims Professionals. We'll talk about that too in Miami. That's that's uh I'm so on a personal level, that's probably the proudest thing I've done. It's it's really cool. So wow. United Claims Professional has got a whole yeah. association, and everything. Very proud of you uh as well, Jack. So thank you for coming on. Thank you for uh for for saying yes to being at the event. And uh is there anything else you'd like to add? No, man. We'll see you uh what in about six weeks. So yep, about six my, weeks. Uh, my speed at the pool and a couple glasses of wine and 
we'll get this thing done, bro. So awesome. Jack, thanks for coming on, All man. Right. I appreciate you. Thank you, Vince. Have a great All day. Right. See ya.